0: Ossington, Ossington, <laughs> the hacker podcast, the dark web today podcast people, and like Mr. Hill and all that, they want you to wake up and like go on Twitter. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> oh. Mt. Gox is one of the first and largest cryptocurrency exchanges on the market. While it grew extremely quickly, it had a colossal fall. How did this happen? How could Mt. Gox, the de facto standard and king of the cryptocurrency trading world, fall to its knees, leaving thousands of its clients left in the ditch? Let's explore this wild but true story, a first of its kind, a pariah, and a sign of new things to come. Understand Mt. Gox's fall, we should spend some time talking about its beginnings. How did it come to be? Like many incredible stories, Mt. Gox comes from humble beginnings. And its beginnings really had nothing at all to do with cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. Towards the end of the year, in 2006, a programmer named Jed McCaleb came up with the idea for Mt. Gox. McCaleb was a talented and aspiring software fact, McCaleb has many claims to fame as we'll soon discover. McCaleb was no stranger to technology. Over half a decade prior to his creation of Mt. Gox, McCaleb was the co-creator of the eDonkey Network, which was a freeware peer-to-peer file sharing system. As a teenager growing up in the late 90s and early 2000s, I remember very well the days of Napster, Kazaa, platforms were addressing a growing market Gathering. And so, McCaleb's new idea was born, Magic the Gathering Online Exchange. If that doesn't seem relevant to McCaleb got into and was enraptured by the idea of Bitcoin. On July 18th of that same year, Mt. Gox officially launched its services. Ironically, McCaleb recalls this at the time, saying, as the company started to take off, I sold it. But why? Why did McCaleb decide to sell it? He explained it this way. Mt. Gox's Mt. a low-cost purchase. And just like that, the journey of Mt. Gox began. Throughout 2010 into 2011, Mt. Gox and Bitcoin itself began to see tremendous growth. Now that Bitcoin had a conduit and a channel and a pathway happened at Mt. Gox. A hacker, or group of hackers, was able to compromise a Mt. Gox employee computer and wreak havoc. car Reversed and recovered. Unfortunately, in the world of cryptocurrency, one wrong mistake not everything was going well for Mt. Gox, however. In April, Mt. Gox abruptly suspended its platform for what they called a, quote, market cool-down. This announcement was abrupt and the signal of many red flags to come. The exchange completely shut down without notice, and trading was impossible for that short period of time. And commensurately, as one might expect, the price of Bitcoin dropped to less than 60 U.S. dollars. Eventually, after this cool-down, Mt. Gox for crimes such as fraud and money laundering. While 5 million U.S. dollars was seized by the United States DHS, it showed that Mt. Gox was 2013, Wired Magazine reported that customers were indeed experiencing delays of weeks or months in withdrawing cash from Mt. Gox and that they had been completely frozen out of the February 2014, Mt. most competing exchanges back online, Mt. Gox was still not operational. Having to answer to growing concerns from its customers, Carpelis refused to comment further about Mt. Gox's status, other than to say that new daily and monthly limits would have to be imposed for the future. With trading still halted in Mt. Gox, of over $1,000 to just $188. To make matters worse, the next day, February 24th, 2014, Mt. Gox finally met its full and final demise. The Mt. Gox website was thought so. But it didn't take long for Bitcoin to recover in price. In fact, it tripled in value just days later into the mid-$600. In fact, this became Bitcoin's shining moment. Bitcoin finally proved that it was not forever attached to the hip of Mt. Gox and its incompetencies. Many other exchanges publicly distanced themselves from Mt. Gox, all claiming their own trustworthiness and reliability, though the future would determine that was not truly the case. Not for all of Mt. Gox filed in Tokyo courts what everyone knew was eventually coming, bankruptcy protection. Mt. Gox claimed to have lost 750,000 of its customers' bitcoins and even 100,000 of their own. This amounted to a staggering $743 billion at the time. Mt. Gox stated, the company believes there is a high possibility Early March of 2014, and in 2015, Karpelis was arrested by Japanese police under charges of fraud and embezzlement. And so the waiting game began for Mt. Gox's creditors. While some of the assets have been tracked down to distribute to claimants, many are still waiting to this day. On March 14th of 2019, Tokyo courts found Karpelis guilty of falsifying data to inflate Mt. Gox's holdings, though he did not serve time in The courts also acquitted Carpellis on other charges, including the original embezzlement charges from 2015. The Mt. Gox users, however, are in much worse shape. Many, if not most, have still not been refunded their missing Bitcoin. Will they ever? One would hope so. The Mt. Gox website is still alive today, serving information around the court systems in Tokyo, and users have but to wait. While Mt. Gox unregulated, wild world of cryptocurrency. For Bitcoin, however, it also proved and showed that Bitcoin had a future, a survivability beyond just any one exchange, which proved to be incredibly important for the cryptocurrency all the way to this day. And it also taught users, be careful. Be careful where you buy your cryptocurrency. Never hold your Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies in Own cryptocurrency holdings. Will we see another rise, and another fall of another great and mighty online exchange? History tells us, probably. But can and will Bitcoin survive that as well? Almost